I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. We are inside the Caesar Superdome in New Orleans. It was where the Louisiana football team took on the Jacksonville State Gamecocks in the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. First quarter, no score. Jacksonville State with the ball. And the ball comes out. Jalen Clark takes it and he knows what to do with it. 46 yards to the end zone. Cajuns with the early 7-0 lead. Seven all in the second quarter. Jalen Clark again. This time, a 16-yard interception return for a touchdown. 14-7 Louisiana. It went into half 14-14. Third quarter, 17-14. Jacksonville State on top. Chandler Fields keeps the rock and he takes it in. Cajuns take the lead again. Fourth quarter, Cajuns defense once again making the Gamecocks pay. Tyree Skipper, the interception return for a touchdown. It's Louisiana's third offensive score in the game. Fourth quarter, Jacksonville State needs a score to stay in the game and they get it. The game would go into overtime tied at 31s. Cajuns get the ball first. Kenneth Almondaris, he misses to the left. Chesterville State gets the ball. Harrison Ripper with a chance to put the Gamecocks on top and give them the win. He nails the field goal, and that's the game. Jacksonville State, in overtime, beats the Cajuns 34-31. Uh, I'm proud of our team. Um, our kids are as resilient as any group I've ever seen. Um, and, you know, they believe in each other. And, and it doesn't matter how the game goes. They believe they're going to find a way to win it. And, um, you know, again, I think our kids deserve the best. Um, you know, it's disappointing when you come up a little short. Like oh, It was special, you know what I'm saying? I really just wanted to play good for the seniors, you know what I'm saying? So, like, God gave me the opportunity to make them plays happen. So, as long as, as long as I was playing for my team, it really, you know what I'm saying, it was great to be here, but I really just wanted it for the seniors, you feel me? It's fun, like, you know what I'm saying, playing. That was good, like, but everyone be, it's good, like, that I did that, but it's not the best because we didn't even get the dub, you see what I'm saying? So, but it's, you know what I'm saying, it's a stepping stone. I just got to keep elevating my game. It obviously would have been a lot better if we would have won, but, I mean, it was pretty cool being out there, but, I mean, I don't know. It's upsetting we didn't get the win, and uh, that's really all that mattered. As the football season ends, the basketball season is just getting started. Coming into this week, Louisiana men's and women's basketball came off of losses to in-state competition. The men at Louisiana Tech, the women at LSU. On Wednesday, both of them hosted in the Cajun Dome. Cajun women took on Lamar in the Dome Wednesday. First quarter, Louisiana up 6-0. Brandy Williams gets the friendly bounce for three. Same quarter, Cajuns up four. Tamaya Robinson sends a dime to Mariah Stewart, who finishes. Second quarter, Robinson finds Wilney Joseph, who finds an open Tamara Johnson. Cajuns led by 13 and a half. Johnson led all scorers with 18, but Lamar able to outscore the Cajuns 43-27 in the second half. Winning 63-60. to 60. The men's 18-game home win streak on the line against Eastern Kentucky later. First half, 21-19 UL. Hosanna Katenje muzzles through for a basket. Second half, 
Cajuns by four. Themis Folks on the breakaway and the finish. He led the Cajuns with 19. Duell was able to shoot 43% from the floor. That includes six threes. Kobe Julian was one of them. He had 17 points. Cajuns get the 11-point win, 73-62. Sunday, the women hosted North Texas. First quarter, Cajuns lead 6-4. They now lead 9-4, thanks to Tamia Robinson's third three-pointer of the quarter. Second quarter, Mean Green up one. Lene Wheaton drops in two of her team-high 10. Louisiana up two. Second quarter, Shamaya Duncan dials from long distance. North Texas would pull away and win 71-48. Sunday, Cajun men's basketball went down I-10 to take on McNeese. First half, Cowboys up six. Hosanna Katinje on his birthday had a career high 16 on six of six shooting. 26-23 Louisiana in the first. Kentrell Garnett tickles the twine. He had a team high 19, five of six from three-point land. Under a minute, 72-70 Cajuns, DJ Richards. McNeese has the lead. 74-72 Cowboys. Cajuns have a chance or a prayer. Joe Charles had 10 in the game. He needed 13. McNeese wins 74-72. There are some changes for Cajun fans coming. And coming up on Inside Cajun Nation, we'll take a look at what they are. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Inside Cajun Nation continues here in the Caesars Superdome, home of the New Orleans Saints. Now, the home of the Raging Cajun football team is going through a facelift and a bit of a makeover. And that process started earlier this week with a demolition party. New Sims Renee Allen was there. Well, the Cajun field signage that ran down the west side of this stadium may be gone and the demolition watch party may be over, but the memories are long lasting. We're hearing this stadium will eventually give rise to a new name because Our Lady of Lords, we're told, spent $15 million to the namesake of the stadium wasn't completed. 75-year-old Jay Caldwell's at the front row seat to witness history in the making. Caldwell remembers when the stadium was brand new. He says he was was in the last semester of his studies in engineering when it opened in 1971. I remember George Cousin was our quarterback. We got to play in the Grantland Rice Bowl. In fact, I have the original hat on today, 1971. It's just really, I mean, it's, it's the end of an era. According to UL Lafayette, the project is expected to be completed before the 2025 season. Renee Allen reporting for KLFY News 10. And that's not all the changes Cajun fans can expect. UL Athletics switching their ticket provider from Ticketmaster to the top ticket provider in college sports. News 10's Dawson D'Amico explains the change and how beneficial it is for Cajun Nation. The renovations going on at Cajun Field is not the only thing new coming to the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Athletics, as a new ticket provider in Pacquiolan, will be replacing Ticketmaster come 2024. This is something that Deputy Director of Athletics Trey Frazier says is essential to the future of the entire sports program. This ticketing transition is 
probably as big a deal for us long term and our growth and experience that we want to create for, for fans. The partnership with Pacchiolan looks to provide a fan-friendly experience for Raging Cajun fans. For years, UL Athletics ticket sales went through the Cajun Dome and Ticketmaster for all sporting event ticketing services. Now the ticketing services will be held within the athletics organizational structure, making it a lot easier for fans to purchase the game tickets and support their favorite teams. Uh, a lot of feedback I got from fans and customers was it was hard to do what they wanted to do to support us. So they'd have to call the Cajun Dome to buy tickets and then RCF to buy parking and then give to RCF for this and then we get sent back to the Cajun Dome for that. And that's just a poor experience. So we've got a. this is a start and starting to clean that up and create a more streamlined process for fans to buy tickets, give to RCAF and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Ticket sales for sporting programs beginning their seasons in 2024 like baseball, softball and football will go through Pacchiolan while basketball will stay with Ticketmaster throughout the remainder of the season. When you go online to look at seats, it'll say, I'm gonna make up a number, the ticket's $20 and there's a $2 fee. And then when you go to check out, it'll be $22. It won't jump to 35 or yeah. 40 or, you know, some of the things you've seen in the past with, with the Ticketmaster and Cajun Dome contract we've been working with. In Lafayette, Dawson D'Amico, KLFY News 10. Around, we've got more inside Cajun Nation to come. We hear from Cajun golf coach Theo Sliman. Welcome into Inside Cajun Nation, everybody. George Faust here, Theo Sliman, the University of Louisiana head golf coach, in to talk about that fall season that the golf uh, team had. And uh, Coach, uh, as we were talking about it a little earlier, uh, it seems like uh, it went pretty well for that uh, that fall season. Yeah, well, thanks, uh, as always. Thanks for having me on, George. Absolutely. Uh, I love love the support you give us. And, uh, you know, we did. We had a, uh, we had a very consistent uh, fall and the boys competed at, at a very high level um, and really exciting going into the winter. I can sense from this group um, that they're anxious to get to get the spring started and meaning that they're not ready to just go home and eat cookies and drink milk over Christmas break that they really want to they want to put in some hard work and, and be prepared and ready for the spring. But uh, yeah, we played five events, um, which, as you know, three rounds per event. And we only had one round out of the 15 rounds shot over par, collectively as a team. The other 14 rounds we were under par, which is from a stroke average standpoint, is, it's not say uncharted territories, but it's pretty darn exciting. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think a lot of that comes from, you know, winning changes a lot of things, right? It changes a mindset, it changes belief, confidence in this team pretty much was the majority of these guys were on that winning team last year yeah. and and you see a lot of growth and maturity in them and uh, proud of all of them I'm particularly proud of, uh, of of Jake Marler our senior he he's really stepped up as a as a leader um, and has really grown over the summer uh, winning the state amateur obviously has helped with that a lot but what I think really helped him George pretty cool is he over the summer he, he got his pilot's license oh cool and so he wants to be a pilot um, uh, not a, not necessarily a commercial pilot. Yeah. Probably wants to fly private, so um, maybe the Mosines might uh, hire him. <laughs> right, but right, uh, right. he, he my, where I'm going with his leadership is, um, 
you know, he, I like to say it this way, Jake's finally realized that he's responsible for flying the plane. And not the plane, but his life. He's, right, re he's responsible for, it, it, for his results. And, yes. and it's really cool to see that, uh, that maturation, that maturity. Yeah. And they, so the analogy is uh, is the plane is your life. And Correct. Gotcha. I'm with you. Yeah. I, look, look. I played golf once. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but you have to be pleased. Uh, I know. Obviously, he him stepping up is is a big deal as well. But uh, Eli's playing well, and, yeah. and, and I, I mean, when you when you got him a couple of years back. Uh, you envisioned uh, what what he would be like, and and is is that filling the filling the vision that yeah. you thought? No, he's high level. And yeah. We've known that, and and, and beyond high level, um, I I just can't be more proud of where him and I have gone okay. uh, as a connection, and as a as a as a mentorship, as a coach, a player, relationship off the golf course, the whole package. But he's leading us, yes, at a seventy stroke average. And to be perfectly honest, and if he was sitting right here. He would say it as well that he really had a poor fall, hmm. and and he, and he has his best stroke average in in in, in his career accumulating, yeah. which is pretty pretty profound, um, you know. And then walk through the five guys that played the events. I'll walk you through their stroke averages. So you have Eli at 70, Milan, um, all conference player last year as a freshman. He's right at 71, and then uh, Burke Alford from Shreveport. This kid is really you want to talk about. Paid his time. Coach Robe used to say it all the time: "Work while you wait. Yeah. Work while you wait." Yeah. This kid sat. He was the sixth man for us last year. Came to conference as the sixth man. Didn't play one shot at conference. Came to regionals with us as the sixth man. Didn't hit one shot for us. Just was there in case we needed him. And he 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 took it with with such maturity and learning and just continued to work and work and work. He's got a 72 stroke average, you know, shot a career best 67 in the final event, uh, bogey free um, out in Hawaii and just uh, with the flu, mind you. The oh, kid geez. had the flu. It's like the, uh, so the he's Michael finished. Jordan. No, exactly. So, <laughs> so two things. It's funny. Uh, what we do is if, if anybody goes bogey free, which is very, very hard in golf, period. Sure. One, one I, round is very, very hard to go bogey free. Right. Absolutely. If you have a bogey free round in competition on the road, when we get home, Coach Andy and I, we, have, we call it steaks and dogs. You get a steak, the rest of the team gets hot dogs. <laughs> no disrespect if you like hot dogs. But, uh, uh, but a steak is a uh, steak. <laughs> so this poor kid, he, he's got the flu. Uh, and, I mean, he is just no fever but just miserable. You could see it. And I said, anyway, he went and he went bogey-free. And he, he, he immediately looked, me and Andy were on the last hole. He goes, I'm getting a steak. And so we go and we we just congratulate him so much and then you know for playing so sick I said you know your new nickname's MJ and he looked at me he didn't he didn't this know. generation doesn't know who Michael Jordan is oh not, but, not uh, know the game yeah and, and I guess technically it was food poisoning but that came out in the in the documentary yeah so anyway. so long we had thought it was the flu everybody, right everybody exactly. thought it was the flu exactly exactly well, that, that's that's awesome. So uh, and then don't leave, you know, out Jake's right there at a seventy-two stroke average, and yeah. then then Dylan Keating, a kid that transferred in last year and really struggled. He had some scar tissue from his previous place that he was playing, and he 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 struggled last year for us. He had an eighty-stroke average, and and the kid is a high-level player and no has no business to to be shooting anything in the eighties. Well, this this fall, he's he this is how much he improved seven shots. He's seventy-three stroke average. So. Um, very, very pleased and very proud of him, but, uh, you know, very much looking at everything ahead. 
Absolutely. And, and, a, and a theme of the team that, that, that we have this year is that good is the enemy of great. And so the minute you think you're good, you got no chance of being great. And, and, and so that's what we've been preaching to them, that good is the enemy of great. Well, you're doing great. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some more uh, with Coach Theo Sliman, UL golf coach. Uh, we'll discuss... Uh, well, you brought up something to me that piqued my interest a little bit about uh, a ranking system. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a couple of other things as well. Uh, maybe just look back just a little bit to that to last year and how it ended and uh, what it was such a phenomenal uh, season one year ago. We'll do that when we return right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here, Theo Sliman there. He is the head golf coach for the University of Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. And we'll start where we ended the last block and talking about a year ago, just a, just a phenomenal uh, season. Uh, did you have a chance to kind of enjoy that uh, and, and just kind of reflect on how, uh, how uh, rewarding and uh, and pleasing that must have been for you as a yeah, coach not, not really reflection but just the whole process is has been been a reward and, and and fun of you know from the recruiting aspect and being able to being able to walk into the facility and and show the recruits hey this is you know we have a, a nice bunch of pictures on the wall of the kids celebrating and um nice to show the recruits that um, obviously, you know, just looking back and, and, and experiencing to go to a regional and having that taste and watching the guys want to go back to it and seeing the, the guys just really walk around with, you know, very confident, not, not arrogant, never, ever would we support arrogance on our program, but very, you know, we want to see them with some confidence. And then obviously we had a, Oakbourne was very nice and we had a, we had a very nice get together with a ring ceremony. And that was, that was pretty cool to see the people show up. Uh, and, and, and Dr. Maggard, you know, presenting the boys their rings. And it was all about the boys. It wasn't, you know, no coaches or administrative. Any, no, nobody got rings that night except the boys. The team, yeah, and, yeah. and it was really cool, really cool. Yeah. But um, no, and then, like I said earlier, that it's, the, the winning changes a lot of things. And, and the neat thing is, to be honest, is to see this, this fall, the guys, I mean, they, they have high goals. And, and that's what you want. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it, you don't, it's hard, to, uh, it's hard to, to kick a donkey in the butt and get them moving, but it's a lot easier to, to, to hold back a Bronco, right? Yeah. And these boys, this team is, is hungry and, and, and lofty goals. Um, they they want to win again. Uh, they want to do more than that. Um, kind of segueing into to a subject that they want to get into the, to the NCAA tournament without having to win a conference championship. Gotcha. They, want, they want a ranking there. So there's 81 teams. Right. Um, that, that get into into the to the NCAA tournament. So a ranking theoretically of around 65 is kind of the number that you want uh, gotcha. going in going into conference, and that's a big goal for them. Um, but as you alluded to, well, earlier, I was going to yeah, ask you. I'll, I'll, I was segueing. I'll, 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 right. I was teeing you up. George. Boom! I just knocked it out the park. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Talk talk about this. Apparently, you, you were telling me there's new ranking system in, in college golf and and how they uh, determine uh, who's where. Yeah, it's um, and, and I'll be as politically as correct as I can be. <laughs> so so previously to this year, since 1984, Golfstat did. Our rankings. You'd get online, you'd see the scores. They did live scoring. They did a, a statistical service provided to the to the coaches to an analyze where your each individual player 
where they're trending. And then ultimately at the end of the year, Golfstat and the NCAA committee would go off of their year-end rankings, which gotcha. was head-to-head -head against each other, teams against each other, not only teams that were against each other, say UL played Ole Miss, but we've never played Wake Forest, but Ole Miss went and played Wake Forest. The, the, the ranking system would encompass all of them. Right, I got you. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the, the carpet was ripped underneath all of us in July, and I'm telling you, every Division I coach did not know this was coming. July, the NCAA announces with our, our, our College Golf Association that they were going in a different direction and that Golfstat would no longer be the ranking provider, that a former coach who, who retired from coaching not too long ago um, presented to the NCAA that he could do a better ranking system. So first week of this fall, if you're, if you're a golf fan, you would have known, not, not, not that you're not, but no, yeah. the golf fans know where I'm coming from, that you couldn't follow golf because this new ranking system called spike mark uh funny you know spike marks in the greens are, right. are aggravating uh, so is this ranking system but uh it crashed and and it, it couldn't he couldn't provide it couldn't provide what was promised, needed, yeah. promised. Oh, yeah so long story long <laughs> this uh this ranking system spike mark he 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 he's out of it and they they merged with uh a statistical provider called Clipped, C-L-I-P-P-D. Clipped.com, you can see the, the navigation of college golf. Well, they brought in Mark Brody. I don't know if you know that name with the PGA Tour. Mark okay. Brody is a professor, Mark Brody, is the one that invented strokes gained. So anytime you hear the announcers on the PGA Tour, you know, this putt is it's 1.4 strokes gained on the field. That, that is all from Mark Brody. Gotcha. Uh, he's a brilliant man, got a brilliant brain but he's never coached a college tournament. He's never attended a college tournament. And, and the system now is working off of a point system. And it's, it's, it's inaccurate. And put it to you this way, there's a, a team that we saw this fall. We beat them three times handsomely by 38 shots. Okay. Under Mark, Professor Brody's ranking system, they're ranked better than us. So that, that's just a small little version of it. It, it goes even more into detail. Match play is it, it, it's right. really skewed with the match play. So portion. is that it, sorry. So mm -hmm. is there is there uh, something that's going to be done, or you, you're stuck with it for a year at least? I, I think we're stuck with it for a year. <clears throat> I, I didn't. I chose not to attend our convention this year um, for a couple of reasons, but I think it was a hot topic there. At yeah. this, just recently, the last four days was our convention, and I think it was a pretty hot topic, and I'm anxious to get on the phone with some colleagues of mine and hear, from what I understand, is I think they might get the match play portion out of it because it's really ridiculous. For, for example, we won Squire Creek, okay? We, we, under golf stats rankings, a tie is a win. If we finish first with another team, it's a win. Well, we received 22 points for that victory. Okay. But then you have an SEC match play where Ole Miss – say loses to Alabama and Ole Miss would receive like 35 points for that one match where we received 22 points for a three-day tournament and won it. So it's, it's not balancing. Right, out. I understand. And I think it, and look, hey, we're all, we're human. Change yeah. can never, it, we're always scared of change. Right. I would say this as we're getting into basketball season and I'm excited with, I love, I love college basketball. If this would have happened to basketball, 
you couldn't find the bodies that were responsible for, for this. Right. They would be under Lake Las Vegas, and you could not find them. Uh, and my point is that it, it needs to be changed, and it's yeah. a shame. And I think we will fix it, uh, hopefully by the end of, end of the year, because we, we are, I, I, think, I think we are a postseason team from yeah. a ranking standpoint. I think we're that good to, to get a ranking this year. Um, and the guys on the team believe it too, which is more important. Yeah. Well, cool, Coach. We'll, we'll, we'll keep our eye on that uh, scoring system as the season wears on, see if, how it affects us uh, with regards to the Cajuns and, their, and, their golf pro and your golf program. And, uh, well, thanks again for coming in. No, really absolutely. Thank you, Appreciate George. the time and uh, look forward to chatting with you again. And uh, uh, we got Louisiana Classics in February. I or just had lunch at Uncle T's today. Okay. And with Brian Saunier. Okay. Uh, if you remember, Uncle T's yeah. uh, fried some yeah, shrimp oh, and yeah, oysters yeah, yeah. behind number nine. Yeah. So, and Brian Saunier with, with MTS uh, is spearheading that effort. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to make it even bigger and better than it was last year. So Good stuff. Looking, looking, looking forward, forward to that as well. Uh, Coach, thanks for the time. Appreciate you. And that's going to do it for tonight's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. We'll see you next time right here.